the film series that won't die to nearly 30 movies, one house, actually several houses, and cursed artifacts. The Amityville Horror Podcast. Welcome back to the Amityville Podcast. I'm Pat. I'm Tom. And this week we'll be watching Amityville Island. Yes. What has always been missing from the Amityville films? A shark. Mm-hmm. And also a secret women's prison. A what now? A secret women's prison. Like some sort of a black gate or an Arkham Asylum or even secreterer? I think even secreterer. Wow. Because it is on an island that may or may not have a giant shark patrolling it. I don't. We don't know what the shark is in relation to the island just yet. And how it gets into a prison, potentially. Yes. Or how that has anything to do with a house. Yep. Nope. Oh, it's um, the... Uh, it's, it does say it in, in, in the, uh, the summary text is that a survivor of the Amityville horror goes to this island. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, hey, that it's a reference to the movie. That true, is more true. than we get in a lot of these, which is shocking. Mm-hmm. But so, like in this one, the the uh, cursed object is a person. That makes as much sense as anything yeah. else. Yeah, that's fine. We've had lamps, mirrors, yeah, uh, dollhouses, toy monkeys. The lamp. Wow. The lamp. That was an ugly lamp. It was a real uh, lamp. Dollhouse, the clock, mirror, man. A lot of cursed out. Oh, the the monkey, the the yeah, the little toy. Yeah. Oh, did you say that? I think it's yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I, again, like it's even hard to keep track of these within a conversation at this point. Yeah, we don't make any sort of uh, records and or Excel sheets about you know the objects and everything in these movies. So, uh, if any of you want to start up the Amityville Horror Podcast Wiki, I mean, we'll thank you in between laughing at you. Yeah. But we're going to laugh at you more than thank you, because, dear God, why? But then we'll probably wind up contributing anyway. Oh, man, it's so helpful. Thank you so much. <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you potential losers who may or may not do the thing you, we just told you not to do. You idiots listening to this podcast. You have nothing better to do. I'm so happy with my life right now. <laughs> They only have to listen to the podcast. They don't have to watch all the movies. You don't even understand. Pat whittles, like, edits these down. We usually come up with something like five hours of material. Most of it is Patrick desperately trying to keep me on topic. And then it turns into roughly an hour's worth of content. Yeah, we just boil it down to the basics of the actual Amityville conversation itself. Yeah. Such as this, in Mm -hmm. some fashion. Yeah, yeah. But... It does beg the question, uh, when does a franchise jump the shark? I, I will preface, or I hope you understand that franchise, the word franchise is in the largest italics, quotation marks, ironic whatevers, because this is not a franchise. This is a string of threadbare connected... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, this is a franchise, not so much like you can open a McDonald's wherever and just get, you know, corporate directions mm-hmm. and logos and all that kind of stuff and the recipes. This is more a franchise in that every city you go to, 
you're going to find multiple sub shops named Maria's mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. But, exactly. Yeah. But they are, you go in and it is something like the thing you expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, you know, there's no checks on quality control or hygiene or yeah. anything like that. But so but, we're not going to discuss when the Amityville franchise jumped the shark. Because, because we have a literal shark in this one. We so we're going to have to say shark. potentially. At, at the latest. But it was probably when we watched, you know. The Marangiellos go on vacation in West <laughs> Bumblefuck Woods and act like that was a movie. Mm-hmm. That that was bad. That, that, was, that was really something. That was... And that was not the first time we had an Amityville movie that was just, hey, let's do the Blair Witch thing, but with Amityville. This was a vacation video. This was just a vacation video. We saw them in the... Uh, um, no, we're not talking we're about not, that movie not. anymore. We, we, we have left that let's, one in the past. Let's talk about when horror movies go to space and whether or not it's justified. Uh, I will say Hellraiser in space made sense to me. It, it, in the, it had an in-story logic to it, even mm-hmm. if the movie itself wasn't particularly good. Having said, <laughs> if you go online, you can see some of the earlier drafts of the script, and they are kind of better. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's in an asteroid and stuff, and, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot more interesting. Yeah. And even from what they shot, there's a better version out there, but it wound up being an Alan Smithy movie. Yes. So That was the first time I, I learned about Alan Smithy. Yeah, it, it is, gotcha. like, it was, Kevin Yeager was the yeah. actual director, the mm-hmm. guy that gave us the Freddy makeup. Among mm-hmm. other things. And uh, Crypt Keeper, I believe. And the Crypt, well. yeah, yeah, he directed all of the Crypt Keeper sequences mm-hmm. in Tales from the Crypt. But, um, and if I'm not mistaken, um, at least for Stretch had lived in Baltimore. Uh, I think. I could be wrong on that. Hey, it, it, we can just Edgar Allan poem. If he had bar debts in Baltimore, he is officially a resident of Baltimore. Yeah. And I know... Um, Edgar Allan Poe was not from Baltimore. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. And... He wound up marrying uh, occasional John Waters uh, co-star Tracy Lords. I... Th- Oh, wow. So he I really think. did end up marrying, like, his underage cousin. She was of age. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to push the Edgar Allan Poe thing more. Ah, gotcha. I see. I see. he married his I underage just, cousin. Yeah. I, I'm a, I, I, I tend <laughs> knee-jerk to basically say, you know what, um, let's yeah. do what Tracy wants us to do sure, and sure. forget about that part of her no, life, because no she's got argument. too much good no, stuff this, after. This was an Edgar Allan Poe thing, me pointing out that despite what you might think, he was a creep. He was a creep. <laughs> like, he was absolutely Oddly enough, the guy that wrote The Telltale Heart is kind of creepy. Yeah. Or was kind of creepy. Yeah. And The Telltale Heart... It's a good story, but it's yeah. not A Thousand Fires, her uh, her techno album, as featured on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yes. And also, was that, like, she's in Virtuosity, but is she actually playing one of her songs? I believe so, yeah. She's in, the, she's in that club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was one of her songs as well. I'm telling you, A Thousand Fires is a legitimately good techno word, album. Word. Yeah. God, God help me, I like Virtuosity. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that one makes sense. Jason X has an in-story logic, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, also a cyborg Jason. Look, anybody that tries to act like Jason X is anything less than a gift from heaven is stupid. Mm-hmm. That it's, movie is perfect. It's my second favorite Friday. And it's I know a lot. Six. Yes. Jason lives 
absolutely is the perfect Friday the 13th movie for me. It's yeah, my sense of it. humor. It's mm-hmm. be- it, again, I'm I'm a sucker for a beautifully shot movie, and I think it's the absolute best looking Friday That's for my tastes. Yeah, well, it's just seven looks good. Seven does look good. Yeah, but I seven think is my favorite. So to preface that up front, that's yeah. the one I would be arguing for. But like six is six is really good. Mm-hmm. Six actually is the first one that really looks like it's being shot in the eighties. Yeah, because like four, uh, everybody is dressed as if they're in the eighties, mm-hmm. but like the film stock and the lighting still looks like a seventies horror movie. <laughs> it's probably leftover film stock from the seventies. Yeah. Paramount was not really giving them much money for those. No, and then like five. All like we still have the same film stock, but somehow the fashions have regressed farther back. Mm-hmm. It's and weird. I think that might have been the first film stock project that director had because mm-hmm. yeah. he came from, I think, a mix and match of uh, porno movies nice. and like Playboy movies and yes. stuff like that, which would be more That's softcore. Different but, from porno, right? But <laughs> the hardcore, <laughs> softcore, etc. Detail right now. No. <laughs> Right? Really? I didn't didn't know you could do that on film. But anyway, uh, so Jason X works. Have you seen the Leprechaun in Space movie? A long time ago, and I have very little memory of it whatsoever. I have heard nothing good. No, God It's even, like, just on the wrong side of not of so bad it's not even fun bad it's mm-hmm. just bad honestly that's the leprechaun series for me in general there's a couple of fun bits in some yeah. of them but for the most part they're just not good no they are not so that's space yeah leprechaun went to space uh freddy has not gone to space Freddy's michael myers space. at one point there were rumors that john carpenter had written a michael myers in space script essentially as a fuck you to the studio fair he was basically saying there is nothing left to do with this character we're just gonna send him to space because anything that you do is just as ridiculous this is done I mean he's not wrong yeah is space the only thing like what else is a horror movie just like this is bananas um I mean honestly I would argue that Halloween's 4, 5, and 6 are just you are losing your goddamn mind yeah. With those movies with the secret origin and uh, you know witchcraft mm-hmm. of yeah. Michael Myers it's just this is this is a bad idea yeah and there was some of the supernatural in the novelizations of the Halloween movies you that just lost up. the argument I'm not saying I was trying to win it I'm saying that it was a bad idea from there forward mm. you're take you're trying to explain Michael Myers, and that's counterintuitive to what he should be. Yeah. Um, explaining away the character, giving extra backstory, mm. making them sympathetic. Oof. Like if you try if you try and make me feel bad for Freddy Krueger, go fuck yourself. That was insane. That yeah. was this the in the in the uh the twenty ten reboot. Mm-hmm. It was uh, half of the movie is oh man, Freddy was wronged. It's Freddy Krueger. Yeah. He's the worst. Um but, but yeah, uh, uh, what else? Uh, I like, mean, yeah, space Secret tends or- to be the Secret. big one. That one's the, yeah, that's the most obvious. But yeah, I like that the attributing a more complicated backstory, like honestly, making Laurie Strode Michael Myers' long lost sister. Is that was a bad of, call. A, a shark jumping moment. Um, sometimes just adding a motivation in general, mm. especially one we were unaware of, like um, Jaws four. 
<laughs> this time it's personal. Let's, I mean, jumping like a shark jumping a shark. He swims up the coast and then down the coast. Mm-hmm. Follows following, them. Following. Fr- following them into what's more of a freshwater area. Yeah. Like a, sh- a great white could not survive in that. Oh, really? No. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, if wow. I'm wrong about that, feel free to write in any corrections you have. Uh, we don't get a lot of emails, so we'll check it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, it's got to be like stuff with like superheroes. Yeah. Or I actually, mean, well, or maybe the Mission Impossible. It's like there there is a question of number of installments. You have to hit a certain number. Uh, but then again, sometimes. But sometimes, like Hellraiser Four was Hellraiser in space. That was yeah. That was only number four. It was yeah. Jason and X, you know, to the tenth. Yeah. Um, I don't know the numbering system of the Leprechauns, but like Exorcist Two, brought it like basically yeah. dropped all of the religion and said, "Oh, this is psychic phenomena." Yeah, and it's just nonsensical. Like it has. No place being a sequel to the first one. Correct. If it had been rewritten as other characters, it'd still not be a good movie. I mean, it was it probably more interesting to be Exorcist 2. I don't know. I think it was actually developed as uh, just not a good call. That's a mistake. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, not understanding your franchise and trying to understand it by writing a new installment is just a bad way to go. Ironically... Jason X is less of a shark jumping thing than fr- uh, Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday. With, yeah, like, all which is a that. body jumping shark jumper. Yeah, and just all of the secret, like the non-explained secret origins of Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Like they go out of their way to say, this is what it really is, but also we're not going to explain how any of it actually works. Right. There was a lot of ideas thrown around in that one. And I, it's None of them. Yeah. Well, actually, no. The idea of Creighton Duke was great. That was pretty good. <laughs> and there are, there are sequences and moments in that that I think are a lot of fun, but it's definitely... Just garbage. I, I almost... Like, I have a Friday the 13th marathon every time there's a Friday the 13th. I have shown that movie exactly twice. Gotcha. And one of them was, I'm going to show the ones I never show. <laughs> gotcha. Because I hate them. Fair. It's, is that one your least favorite? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, I like that one even less than... I don't like number three. I think number three is really... Like, they already it's, were out of ideas. Or the people making it were not into the idea of Friday the 13th. It was a quick turnaround for it. Like, they basically immediately rushed out, well, let's get some kills and we'll figure it out as we go. And, yeah, it was... And, and yet we can't... Like, we can't... You always have to show it. Like in like a big marathon because that's the mask. That's yeah, the first he gets the mask. mask. Um, God, fucking damn it! I want to murder Shelley in that movie. Yeah, just and awful. real the real life guy, uh, Larry Zerner. He seems like a nice guy. He he's from everything I've ever yeah. heard from him and yeah. about him. Seems like a really solid dude. Yeah, but God, that character sucks. Well, also he's not an actor. Right, like he's he, a lawyer. He was a he was a like the story was he was delivering pizza to the guys developing number three, and when he heard when he real when he when they said what they were working on, he lost his mind and started acting out the previous two movies because he loved them so much and like well we have to put this guy in there. That's awesome. I like that. I like it too. I li- there's so many things about the real life guy I like. Mm-hmm. I want to punch him in the face until he dies. Yeah, and we don't actually see him die. 
Uh, I guess not. You see him start, like, spoiler alert for a movie in a different franchise that's over 40 years old. Uh, hmm. Just under 40 years old. That's right about there, yeah. yeah. 82. Yeah. Um, uh, Shell, you see, yeah, you see his sl- his throat is slit and he's bleeding out, but then he just kind of falls over and then we move d- over. I didn't oh, no, you see You do throat. see it? Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. He's still in his stupid <laughs> wetsuit. Because yeah. he brought a wetsuit to a lake because he's the worst. All right, we got to yeah. start watching this. Story. Anyway, yeah. So. Sharks, women's prison, and um, And this one, by the way, we checked is from uh, Mark Polonia, who also yeah. gave us Amityville uh, Exorcism, uh, which we did not wait. like, and Amityville Death House, which we did kind of like. Yes. So. Oh, wait, no. One of the actors from Amityville Exorcism is in this. I think that's what I'm mixing up. I don't think. Well, Polonia. we've done two Mark Polonia ones so far. Yeah, I think and you're I, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can check on that and then we'll have those details once the movie's over because there's titles where we can look shit yeah, up. Mark also, it's only a, what, 70 minutes? It is only 70 minutes. It is on 2B. Yep. And for free. there is a solid chance that at least 20 of those minutes will be credits. I mean, once you get under 80 hope. minutes, yeah. Yeah. Amityville kills the the titles of this guy. Amityville X. He did do Amityville Exorcism. Yeah, Amityville Exorcism and Amityville Death House. All right. While we got it up, what are some of his other films? Let's get some highlights. Oh man, Uh, let's see. Come on, I got Empire of the Apes, Mm -hmm. Chainsaw Killer, Can't Blood, First Slaughter. Jurassic Prey. I've seen that one, and oh my god, I think I mentioned it on the podcast before. It's the one with the dinosaur puppet. Yeah, uh, could be. It, yeah, probably. Uh, Shark and Stein. Sh- what? Shark and Stein. Oh. Uh, it's like Frankenstein, but a shark. Oh, right. 16. Bigfoot versus Zombies. Bigfoot All right. versus Zombies. Land Shark. Revolt of the Empire of the Apes. It Kills. Battle Bots. Trash Exploitation. Ghost, Ghost of Camp Blood. Frozen Scat. Sasquatch. Bride of the Werewolf. Well, that's just a Yeti. Shark Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> Fire Shark. Invasion of the Empire of the Ape. Dune World. Jurassic Shark 2. Aquapocalypse. Noah's Shark. Noah's Shark. Noah's Shark. And Sister Krampus. Wow. Uh, We are not doing a podcast about this guy. Oh, absolutely not. I just, some of those titles I thought were very worth sharing. Hells yeah. Yeah, and again, got his start in the 80s with Feeders and the Feeders franchise with his brother. May Mm -hmm. he rest in peace. But yeah, let's see what he does with Amityville Island. Well, that that, that was a thing. It was. Um, yes. It was a movie. It was a movie. Um, it is more than tangentially related to Amityville Exorcism, which I was not expecting. Yeah. There is the return of the red masked guy. Briefly. Briefly, but repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, he still does not do anything really on screen. Not a bit. Um, and other than that, yeah, other than, oh, and the... There are people aware of things happening in Amityville that are not tied to one location or even cursed objects. Mm-hmm. Amityville is just bad. Half the town thinks the other half the town is trying to kill them. Yes. Half the town it thinks it's possessed and the other half is trying to kill that half. 
Can you imagine if he had to budget for that story? Uh, It'd be like Needful Things. No, it still would have been garbage. <clears throat> I love Needful Things. Don't 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 hate on Needful. Oh things. no, I I can't hate on Needful yeah. Things because I've actually never seen the movie. No, it's great. Well, the thing is, it's one of the greatest trailers of all time. It really is. And I really don't think the movie's gonna be as good as the trailer. I it's love that trailer. Call. Hey, these things happen. A flood here, a famine there. You can't win. I've got God on my side. The young carpenter from Nazareth? I knew him. I knew him well. He died badly. (laughs) I just killed my wife. Okay, yeah. I I, I will say this. Every scene with uh, Max von Sydow Sydow does live up to that trailer. Okay, gotcha. Maybe someday. Actually, but. it is fun because it's one of those like weird sciencey type of movies where the broad there are broadcast versions of this film that differ wildly from like the video version. Okay, so maybe yeah. like try and find a master cut yeah, fan at it. Exactly, right. exactly. So I mean, there you go. There you go. And besides, it's the end of Castle Rock. You have to. This is true. Eventually. So speaking of. Coastal towns. Oh my god! We have to dive in on this. And speaking of buying things that are possessed and or cursed. Yes. So first, okay. Well, first off, we start with water and glowing red eyes mm-hmm. that have very little to do with the rest of the movie. And then we we're introduced to Kelly Joe Knight, a widow and mother of four. She's widowed because her husband was killed in Iraq. We know this because she. Because she is talking to her mother on the phone mm-hmm. and explaining her entire life story to her mother. Yeah. It is not easy for a newly singled mom with four kids since Russell was killed in Iraq is a line of dialogue. Yep. To a person that is aware of all of this. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is one of like the like a bet one of the better examples of the oh hello one sided telephone call. Uh-huh. It's like the police Oh, that's who you are! <laughs> or the uh, the news channel that happens to have the news story for the guy standing right next to the TV. Hell yeah! Yeah. That's so useful, though. So, yeah, she's she's got this bummer of a situation. But, happily, but luckily, she's driving by a yard sale in the middle of a weekday with no signs and a wild-eyed realtor selling oh, shit. There is a single yard sale sign with no phone number staked in front of a photoshopped version of the Amityville house. Oh, that's true. Where they just put the eyes yeah, onto was. a random house. Yeah. But that is that has been a tradition of this director. That was in the Spider-Woman mo- movie... Uh, Death House and also The Exorcism, Amityville Exorcism. Mm-hmm. Because in, if you recall, in Amityville Exorcism, they were using reclaimed lumber from the Amityville house in other projects and thus spreading the curse. Right, the Amityville house of Decius. The, uh, or, or this old Amityville house. Yeah. That is still a good premise, though. I, that I, like, that, that, yeah, I liked that, that one. That yeah. was fun. The... Uh, the, the, the cursed lumber in different houses. Yeah. That's pretty good. Bob Vila, I mean, Vila is kind of the word evil backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Or alive. Whoa. I did not drink enough for that. No, you did not. Oh, so, by the way, this was an experiment this time. Uh, we drank through this one. But it was only 70 minutes, so we didn't get too hammered. And there's no plot at all. 
in yeah. this movie or character or events. So it'll be fine. So um, Kelly Joe, go like the real she does she she is so happy and excited about uh, deals that she does not bat an eye when the realtor says, "Hey, just take everything. Just take everything. Yeah, just have it. Just it's yours. Just yeah, go." Like uh, the Eddie Murphy posing as a white guy sketch on SNL back in the day. Yeah. yeah. How much for the newspaper? Oh, oh no. Just, just take it. This is yours. It's yours. Go ahead. I can confirm to all of our black listeners that that is exactly what it's like being a white person. It is. <laughs> I got a free bottle of rye tonight. See what I mean? Anyway. She takes the stuff home, inclu- which includes... A creepy-looking doll that she did not realize she had grabbed. Mm-hmm. It immediately gives her the whammy. The whammy is evidenced in this film by the glowing red eyes. Yeah. And then she proceeds to murder her children uh, off-camera, which is great, because this begins like a run of storytelling through Foley, or money-saving through Foley. Yeah. Now, when the, ki- the, when the children die... And I shouldn't when the laugh children, in the middle of a sentence like that. Excuse me, when the children are murdered. When the children are murdered. With a butcher's knife. The sound of the children being murdered. And there's a lot of bad stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah. Trigger warnings all over the place for a couple all things. We'll get to them warnings. as we go. But Don't watch this movie. <laughs> when the children are murdered, the screams that they give are almost identical. Wow, you were so horribly disfigured that even the mention of your name, Ricky Coogan, ah! Yeah. Those are the screams we get. It's a lot like uh, in Ferris Bueller where he puts like a sound file into his cast, his uh, synthesizer mm-hmm. and can play all of the, the keys with the different screams. This is, it felt very melodic. The screaming of the children as they were being stabbed. It to death. was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> we are not even in like the first five minutes of this. Yeah, we're still in the preamble here. Uh, yeah, this oh. is still the cold open. This is still the cold open of the movie. Oh my God. Um, oh, and just so you know, um, the realtor knew that the items were possessed, hence obviously giving them away free. Yeah. But also because as soon as they're given away, her thousand yard stare sort of kind of focuses on. The red masked yeah. man. She is seeing visions of the red masked guy who apparently had put her up to this root yard mm-hmm. sale and then proceeds to force her to shoot herself in the head. Yeah. She just, I did what you asked me to do and then just kind of slowly raises the prop gun under her. She produces a Beretta yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, she had pockets, but still. Yeah, but. That's not a pocket gun. No, it isn't. And she just, like, puts it to her chin and then off screen. Everything, most things are off screen in this film. A lot of off screen. Uh, so, the, yeah. Um, she gets killed. Yeah, the, the realtor yeah, the, gets the, the killed. The realtor kills, her, kills herself. Kelly Joe proceeds to kill uh, her children. Then we have a uh, three-minute opening credit sequence, which is full of uh, the t- the character, the uh, actor names flashing at the screen, intercut with shots from later in the film. Except for some which are not in the film at all, and we don't know what film they're from because they're yeah. not from the previously. There's this nurse. Ones either. Yeah, there's this nurse with a gas mask and a very ornate axe walking up a flight of stairs that we we have no idea what this is from. Yeah, that's not something you put in your opening titles if you left it out of the movie. Well, it's it's Chekhov's gas mask axe nurse. She has to show up in the third act, 
And she doesn't. Not until the closing titles where they repeat the opening titles. They literally repeat the opening titles. So that's like that's a good five minutes of screen time in our 70-minute movie. Well, it is five minutes. I mean, between the two, I think yeah. it's like, yeah. I wouldn't call it good. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. I see what you did there. Um, so then we have uh, a completely unrelated set of characters, one of which is uh, a we find out later of a freelance reporter mm-hmm. and he comes home to his drinking wife. heavily while he's driving. Well, he's a grizzled reporter. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not drinking, you're not writing right. And so he comes home to find his wife possessed. She just dies or disappears or something. I don't have any notes about whatever happened to her. I don't know. No, I, I don't she like goes to out. get in a shower and then yeah, then we just cut to him in the kitchen trying to call Warden Valentine about Kelly Joe, who's been on death row for a year, yeah. as he's drinking a bottle of Amity Bourbon. Amity Bourbon. We froze frames so that we could go up and double check because it was really hard to read the label because it was a very bad font. It looks like it was printed somehow onto masking tape. Yeah. Red masking tape and then just slapped on the bottle. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. But the, like the even more confusing thing is that the writer's wife was played by the the lead actress from Amityville Exorcism. We've looked it up. They have like the the same actress Maria De Lorenzo play like is credited as two different characters in each movie. So it's not like we're picking up on this character because also she had like the the goofy teenage boyfriend with the amazing cell phone case. So right, it is yeah, like yeah. it is a different character, but like. Uh, we don't know what happened to her, and now he can't work anywhere because he's just too overwhelmed by it and is now trying to find out what is going on in Amityville. Yeah. All Me- of this is making this sound a lot more interesting than it was presented yeah. on screen. Well, there is a huge mystery in Amityville, and I'm sure that the plot will move us forward to looking into any of it. I'm just kidding. No, it doesn't. In the, the entire Amityville question and the reporter trying to figure out what happened to Kelly Joe goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I'm just going to well, wrap up his story now just yeah. to get it out of the way. He explodes. <laughs> he, he spends the movie trying to reach the warden of one prison and then another prison to and get the story. The and, s- or, and or the same prison, and they just kept forgetting what they were going with the warden's name was. Okay. Because yeah, like, they yeah. never name the prison at all. He's just periodically trying to, he's at first trying to call Warden Guerrera and then Warden, warden Valentine. Valentine. Yeah. But on both calls, he's specifically asking about Kelly Joe Knight. Right. So, yeah, the wardens may have changed. Um, yeah. We don't, yeah. Uh, and it looked like they shot it all in the same day, so. I, I can't imagine stretching that out to two days. That's, no. that's like five minutes of, of recording right there. Yeah. Including, you know, changing his clothes. Yeah, and if they might have done a second take, that could add at least another hour to the shoot. I don't see why you would want another take. It was perfect. And or we're not going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, he's hard drinking. They do later in uh, to show time has passed. Add a bottle of Amity oh, Rye. Amity Rum. No Rum. Rum. Amity Rum, which is a slightly better put together label in that they hand cut the letters out before yeah. taping them onto the bottle. Yeah, it looks like a uh, ransom note. On yeah. A bottle of of 
what's really just iced tea, but, you know, don't worry about it. Um, but then it, it's us bubble-like whiskey it, or rye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, like, it fizzes. Uh, and uh, but like the thing that killed me though is he has like three different scenes and in the third scene they don't add another bottle of Amity liquor and it's like yeah. if you're not going to obey like abide by the rule of threes I don't know what, who taught you comedy well they're rule breakers they're yeah. trying new things trying new things we um, have not even gotten yeah. into this movie yet but so, so he, yeah. yeah so he's um, he's finally driving up to the prison to find out what's going on himself in person. Except by this point, she's not at the prison anymore. No. We'll get there. Um, and he's chugging yeah. the bourbon as he's driving. And then the glowy eyes happen. And then the glowy eyes inexplicably happen, and that's what runs him off the road. And you see, like, he drives out of frame, and then fire shoots into frame mm-hmm. from where he le- where from the side that yeah. he left. A big, woofing fireball that is not at all what a car explosion looks like. And not even a Wilhelm. No. Perfect and that's the end of him. Him yep. who has no relation to anything in the film. <laughs> Plot for him, done. Yep. Anyway. So, so we've got him out of the way. So <laughs> Kelly Joe is on death row in a women's prison. And she is being made to fight in the women's prison fight club against Renata, who is a barista who burned down a frat house full of at least 23 different frat boys because they gang-raped her uh, the previous night. That's right. This is a movie that just casually mentions... Repeatedly. Gang rape. Yep, it will come up a lot, and Mm -hmm. it feels great every time it comes up. Imagine having it... (coughs) Just having... Not just that, but other, other sensitive topics... Discussed by somebody, like, the script felt like it was written by somebody who had heard of these concepts and so checked, not Wikipedia maybe, but like Mm. asked a friend about these things and the friend knew as little as them but wanted to put on a good show. That's like the level of sensitivity, knowledge, understanding. It's bad. It's cartoonish and terrible enough that it actually somehow does make it a little less offensive. It, it like it's so amateurish that you can't feel that angry about it. It's like you yeah. don't you don't understand anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like you tied your shoes today. That was a victory, wasn't it? Yeah. It's oof. um anyway, so yeah, they have this fight club and, or fight night um and the winner the, I don't know, the, the winner goes back to their cell. And then the loser goes to the, the red, red box, box, which may or may not have been a reference of theirs towards trying to get this out to rental services. Uh, yeah. No. No. But they live stream this yeah. to, I don't know who, because this is a major crime. Yes. This is, this is a problem. This is like, it's, I don't know how the dark web works, but I feel like things are easily traceable. Yeah. Just and like or, a, is the dark web real? It is real. It is? It is. Ah. But much like a lot of things like that, there's still secure... Actually, quite specifically on the dark web, a lot of security issues. And if they're doing this live stream, much like NFTs, you could just right-click and have evidence that they're doing this shit. Yeah. Anywho. And this um, is the first of what will be 
a zillion scenes in which uh, the actress playing Kelly Joe Knight is just quietly grinning to herself. Yeah. And inexplicably grinning to herself. She's got resting happy face. Yeah. Like, she just, she looks like she's having so much fun being in a movie. She's having trouble not smiling. Yeah. It's I like... don't understand. It's this. like Jimmy Fallon during any sketch. Oh, my God. Just the fucking worst. Like, so, at least Bill Hader is charming. Yeah. Like... And, and a good writer. He's a good writer, and you see him, like, he is really trying not to laugh, mm-hmm. but he just loves everything. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon is just not making any effort. At all. I'm not anything. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all good. Okay, so Olina uh, had to jot down. Um, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. you know, with like oh, Jim, this is Jim, be Jimmy, all over the place. Jimmy Fallon is hosting The Tonight Show, and his bread and butter is lip sync contest or some sort of singing thing. Uh, I, I, I saw commercials <laughs> today for the eight part miniseries about the Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson sex tape. Culture is over. The world lost. We need to be put out of our own misery. But not until we get these last 20 Amityville's. Amityville, <laughs> we're going to be... This is this is like in Bruges, where it's just like, I, I was really happy that I was going to die until I realized that I fell is probably just going to be more Amityville movies. This is how the world ends. Not with a bang, but with Amityville. Uh, we have not even cracked the first 20 minutes of this film. So, it's only 70 minutes long and nothing happens. And yet we have so many so notes. So many notes. So the one guard turns to somebody. Eyelines are really hard to track in this. Yeah. There nope. is no filmmaking ability on display in this movie. It's no. really I mean, the man has been making movies for nearly 40 years. <laughs> and has not learned anything. He hasn't needed to. They all get put out. Uh... And he is not a man concerned with reviews like ours. I mean, no, of course he's, not. He's above our pithy comments. Hey, he's making a lot more money than we are. He should be. I yeah. Mean, we're in the, between the three of us, we are losing at life and he is winning. That's not even a question. Yeah. Why are we doing this? <laughs> so the guard turns to somebody and says, the, raps, the rats step on the cockroaches and the snakes eat the rats. Yeah. This is the wit and wisdom of Amityville Island. Um, so, a quote-unquote fight occurs, and yeah. uh, Kelly Jo, her eyes glow red. Kelly Jo is still being possessed by the whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and she's she's been mute since she's been in there. Yeah, she, like, she vacillates between uh, the chief from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and then Wolverine. Yeah. And depending on, you know, when the possessed thing knows that uh, something has to be done. So, big fight. Kelly wins. Renata loses. And uh, they ha- they get, t- quote-unquote, tased several times. By a broom handle. By a broom handle. And is the other guy holding something that is, sub- like... I couldn't take my mind down. off of the broom handle yeah. cow prod. It's a, it's it's just a broom handle. It's a broom handle. It's just a broom handle. It has the little yeah. hook or the mm-hmm. little loop at the end, like the yeah. broom handle in your kitchen right now. Yeah. Now, Kelly Joe is being tased hard by this thing while she's choking out Renata. Yeah. Who is unaffected by the electricity. Don't worry about it. Science. <laughs> Science. There's a lot. There's a... <laughs> 
Today is a sad day for science. Yeah, there it is. There it is. We'll get um, there too. So, so yeah. both of them end up. So the uh, the warden is it the warden. It's the, the somebody. The I think so. yes, it is the warden. Yeah, we find out. Um, and uh, he's going to haul both of them off. To which Renata says, "I'm going to call my lawyer mm. now." The lawyer you got got you on death row, so I don't know that you want to call your lawyer. Mm-hmm. But, but on a technical that. aspect, I don't know the law as well as you. Uh, is there something a lawyer could do in this situation to help that client who is being put into a fight club? Yes. Prisoners okay. have civil rights. Okay. I, it, you know, it's good to know. It's good that, to know. That is cruel and unusual. They're being it's, put in a fight club. Now, is it because it's cruel and unusual? Can you get by on just arguing it's only cruel or only unusual? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, this is bad. What they're doing is bad, and they shouldn't be doing it. I know. Don't get me wrong. I am a white male American, so obviously anybody that commits even the pettiest of crimes loses any and all human rights and needs to be tortured to death in a prison. But... I hate this country so fucking much. Everything I'm saying is sarcastic. This I has hope, been legal talk with yeah, Tom and Pat. I, I hope you under. I hope everybody understands that I hate everything about our our penal system right now. Among everything else, I'm sorry. It's not good. Yeah. We're not in a good place. We're not in a good place. I also think if they followed us this many episodes, and they might have a sense of us. I would hope. Yeah. You'd, you would be surprised at how long it takes people to readjust their sarcasm barometers for me. Because okay. I have a, ver- a fairly low monotone voice, and I'm really good at deadpan. Fair. And uh, so a lot of people, like, I, I was scolded because a trainee did not understand that. I, she thinks, I, uh, like, I was being angry at her or something, and I don't understand. I kept saying she was doing fine. I don't I don't understand. We're going to cut that. We'll, we'll, we'll cut the part about me talking about my trainee. I don't want gotcha. that. Gotcha. I will cut that. Right. Thank you. Like, for real, cut that. No, yeah. Yeah. If you said cut that, <laughs> yeah, cut it that. is a flag that's for me. That, that's all not, all a, that's not a good thing. Anyway. <laughs> So, again, we find out that, uh, I keep getting her name wrong. Renata. Renata. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Ramada, but that was uh, well, Hot Shots. That was Hot Shots, yeah. Well, we can call her Laurel and uh, Kelly Joe Hardy. Sure. <laughs> it does not matter. Um, so, the two of them now are being driven to... The island, the the port, they're being driven to the dock to be taken to the island. Yeah, for the doctor. No, they're being driven in a Ford Encore. Yeah, because that's how you transport. Yeah, not one with any sort of like safety glass up or any of that. They're just in the back seat of this. (laughs) They're handcuffed though, and the guards are taunting Renata. Yeah, about you know her her gang gang rape. Her gang rape. You know, um, like you do, and she very reasonably reaches forward and starts choking the fuck out of the guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Fucking earned it. Yeah. Um, so then we stop. They yeah. And they, then we run away. How does she get out of the car? She does. Yeah. That's that's a lot of times the logic necessary. She does. She does, and she starts running off, and uh, one of them, baldy bald guard. Talking guard. The the other guard doesn't really talk. He never says anything. Yeah, talking guard goes after Renata, and uh, 
not talking guard sticks around, and that's when the glowy eyes infect a local bear. <laughs> no. Not, not, not a bear, like, bear. Not a bear like me, but an actual woodland bear. And not just any woodland bear, a stealth bear. A stealth bear. This bear sneaks up on the guard. The guard is so focused on nothing that he does not notice a bear sneaking up on him and attacking him. Mm-hmm. And killing him and dragging him off. And apparently leaving no blood streaks because... Yeah. No, yeah, the other guy. The other well, bald, guard bald, bald guard isn't the most observant. He's not good. But this is when bald guard shoots uh, Renata in her left shoulder, and uh, you'll remember that she's shot in the left shoulder because, like and like most people that have a uh, gaping wound, she keeps poking it mm-hmm. compulsively. Yeah, it's the jolly candy like red button. <laughs> she cannot resist yeah, it. She can't. Um, so yeah, she's, she's toying with that. She gets caught. She gets dragged back. Um, at which point, uh, Kelly Joe finally speaks and says that a bear took the other guard off. And she's also confused about where she is because she's sort of like... She's been possessed for years. For a second, it seems like they're going to play up. Yeah, exactly. That they're Mm going to play up the fact that she's been unaware of her activities this entire time. Yeah. But, but then, uh, but then the, the guard tells her, "Well, now that you can, to- now that you can talk, shut up." <laughs> I hate that this is one of the highlights of the film. Mm-hmm. I actually don't understand my next two notes. I got really lost. Uh, I have driving because, like any good low budget piece of shit movie, we have a lot. We have like a good five minutes of driving. Actually, they maximize all the driving here because they're going to be on an island. And so we won't really have cars. Mm-hmm. So. And luckily, the footage of, air quote, them on a boat is either overhead footage of boats. Yeah. Or Island. an up angle uh, past a steering wheel, kind of sort of looking like a boat. Yes. What are your notes that you're having trouble deciphering? Single spot new waterbed. When they arrive at the dock, there is like an almost pristine neon lit uh, single parking spot for them to park. Right. There is, yeah. Like, it was like, apropos of nothing, (laughs) this is the one single perfect parking spot for us. Mm. Oh, and the new waterbed, um... New waterbed. Or near waterbed. Oh, because of the Foley. We are near water because (laughs) it sounds... Yeah, we hear seagulls. Yeah, Yeah. we hear seagulls and the sloshing of a non-sectioned waterbed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like one of the ones, it's just a single bag. I really like the use of the Foley in this movie. <laughs> I don't, like, it's, it was, I thought a lot of it was clever in terms of, we have no money to show this, so we will sell that it's there with the sound effect. Mm-hmm. It's a way to really add to the environment of the movie. Honestly, it is. And that is, like, the one thing we're going to give to the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, that's more Kate's notes, and he's you know we we wrote him out. Um, so the 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 whammy <coughs> leaves the bear and goes back into Kelly, and then we start seeing shots of zombies that will be explained later. Ish, yeah, yeah, yes, they are explained. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, also uh, the shark. Ke- well, before the shark, Kelly, Joe, and Renata 
are injected with a needle of insurance. Well, this is uh, this like, is before they're put on the boat. I think, or no? No, no. It's it's when when Doctor Tyler injects them when they get to the island. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I must. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Don't uh, wrote out. It's fine. But anyway, they are basically injected with some sort of thingy things. Somebody saw Suicide Squad and figured we'd understand what they meant when they said they were injected yeah. with security. Yeah. It's a, they periodically get zapped by their implants. Yeah. And casually, it's mentioned that they only need the uterus. Yep. We yep. only need a uterus. There's a lot of incel logic in this movie. Uh-huh. So, yeah, then the zomb- uh, the we see the zombies... We see the shark get possessed with uh, the glowing red eyes. Understand, when we say we see the zombies, it is in an in, in unconnected shot in a location we cannot identify based on everything mm-hmm. we've seen before. Yeah, it's a total it's just elsewhere random. insert. It's This is like bizarre. Like, you know how there's Superman? So say if Sergei Eisenstein is Superman, this movie was made by bizarro Sergei Eisenstein. Einstein. Everything is montage, but it's making you more confused and separating any connections from anything else. Yeah. It's mistaking flipping through a picture book for editing. Yes. Yeah. So All there, right. I, I'll be honest. I did not take a lot of notes about the science, the scientists, because everything they were saying was terrible. Well, before we get to them, let's get back to the shark. Oh yeah, the shark! The shark, shark. gets possessed. Yeah, it has it the glowy eyes. It we don't. It never was directly in contact with yeah. Kelly Joe. It's in it the just, lake. It's, it's in, in the, the lake. Wa- it's, it's, it's it's in the water. The water. This, Actually, we don't know. We don't know if his island is in the middle of the lake or in the middle of the ocean. Right. It's just island. Yeah, it's just an island. Uh, I guess it's in the ocean, which. It the, is. Oh, it is in the ocean because of the something eye. later they go up the coast. Oh right, right. Yeah. Well, not necessarily, because uh, okay. At the end of the movie, we're going to jump around a little bit. At the end of the movie, they get in a boat and they ride the boat to Canada, which you're right. Normally would imply that they were in the Atlantic Ocean, but if we recall our uh, geography information from a little movie called. Friday the 13th, Part 8, and Jason Takes Manhattan, mm-hmm. Crystal Lake opens out into the ocean. So That's true. And, well, Crystal Lake is in Jersey, as is uh, Tom's River in yes. Jersey. Um, Amity being Long Island, but this not necessarily be... My went cross-eyed. I did. But they say they're going to follow the coast to Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they might have been trying to travel up the Hudson, <laughs> which would mean they would not have gotten to Canada. No. no. Yeah. It's hey, fine. They uh, didn't get to Canada. It's oh, terrible. God, I need more drinks. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, so, the shark is possessed, and... It bumps the boat once or twice and then jumps out of the water and eats the other eats guard. Bald talkie guard. This is after Bald Talkie Guard drops off Kelly Joe and uh, Renata and then on his way back he is killed by mm-hmm. like the shark jumps out of the water and just sort of does a Star Wars wipe and the, the, the guy is dead. <laughs> yeah. Now, before he gets killed, he does get a couple shots off. Yes, he does. He empties his clip into the Thank shark you. with uh, just some insert bullet muzzle flashes. Yeah. As he Which says... Which we don't fault because Robert Rodriguez does that all the this time. This is true. Just 
Maybe I'm just saying. feathers the edges a little better. Um, you know. But the guard says to the shark... There's no need to have live rounds or even live blanks. They absolutely should not. Set. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, don't bring pointy teeth to a gunfight. Don't bring pointy teeth to a gunfight. So they get to the island. They're labeled 58 and 59. Respectively. They are the new experiments. <laughs> um... One of the guards is basically told, uh, or no. It's two scientists, Dr. Tyler and Dr. Ormond. Yeah, Dr. Tyler and Dr. Ormond. So the warden, uh, after the guard is killed, is trying to reach him on his phone and and tells him he's going to revoke his cell block harem privileges. Yup. If you don't stop wasting time and get back to the prison. The fuck? I hate this movie. I've hated a lot of these movies, but I hate this movie. Yeah. High-quality dirtbags. And so then we we were introduced to Doctors Ormond and Tyler. Dr. Ormond uh, is played by one of the actors from Amityville Exorcism. It was the lead priest with the bad... you remember that hat? Yeah. Isn't he the director as well, or no? No, I don't don't think so. Okay. Might be. Um, It's not. But yeah, the doc, um, it's yeah the priest from the other one is a scientist, um, Doctor Armand, with a comb over mullet. It's so bad. That's um, whitish blonde, or blondish white, I guess is a little more accurate. Uh, his, his name is Jeff Kirkendall. Okay, so he's not the director. I right, got it. Good to know. He is an independent digital filmmaker and actor from upstate New York. Oh, yeah. Very low-rent Dr. Moreau. So, Dr. Armand is trying to build the womb that will be able to produce a super soldier. Gross. (laughs) And and to do this, they're injecting these women with nanotech. That comes later. Oh, shit. I don't know anymore. Oh, no, no, no. It's great. No, you're right to bring it up now. The thing that they're doing is injecting... They're they're going into the lady parts and adding nanotechnology, but it's like another 20 minutes before they even reference nanotechnology, at which point I tossed my uh, notepad on the floor in exasperation because yeah fine one more thing one Uh, more thing added to this yeah their knowledge of nanotech is even lower than their knowledge of female biology yes um or just in general women yeah yeah because at this point we're introduced to tamika tammy subject 44 because we keep we, we get these talking head interviews from a, a video blog a video log of a previous prisoner slash test subject who casually talks about firebombing an abortion clinic and murdering you know a large group of people not just the people in the clinic but apparently the fire spread to other buildings killing them and she's like and eh, you know now I'm here and I guess I'm doing this uh, experiment and she's on board for it because she believes she will be host and again we're going to jump ahead a little because yeah. you know they split her thing up that she's going to be host to super soldiers and the next big evolution kind of getting into a eugenics kind of thing which also flies in the face of most Catholics I don't think she was Catholic. Ah, uh, fair enough. No, fair enough. I don't think she was Catholic. I think she was some born again version because Catholics don't usually firebomb 
abortion clinics. <sighs> it's usually some hard born againers who Fair. found religion late in life. Later but they're in life. also not going to be down with evolution either. Well, but eugenics and some of the Naziist shit has been tied to some pro-lifers in the past. I've seen it. Fair. I'm just saying it wasn't as huge a jump for me to see that somebody bombing an abortion clinic would be down for helping birth a master race. That I that I agree with. It was just more like she believed she's agreeing with the theory of evolution. Sounded kind of like incongruous. But in a way where she didn't understand it, maybe. Yeah. I don't. Or, I know well, the writers didn't. I think that's where we got to. I think that's what we got to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, so. Um, so yeah, she's down to that. Um, and. And we have like a bunch of scenes that don't add up to anything of Renata and Kelly Joe in you know a holding a quote unquote holding cell that looks like a room in an office building. Yeah, the only thing that really gets told is more backstory about Renata's crime. Yeah. Um, Basically, her working at a coffee shop, one of her three or four jobs, Mm -hmm. one of the guys from the other night comes in, and they recognize each other but neither say anything to each other. She goes in the back to take a phone call from a friend who happened to call at the right time, needing her to help on a catering gig. She says she can't because she's working, but wait a second. You said you need five propane tanks? And then we see basically, yeah, the fire, the explosion. So she, it was important to her character arc to know that she got the propane tanks from a catering gig. I hate this movie. You're not wrong. Uh, All the while, Renata is still poking at her untreated gunshot wound mm-hmm. in her yeah. left shoulder. Uh, while Kelly Joel, Kelly Joe is looking bemused at things, despite the fact that they're inje- injecting nano-whatevers into her vagina. So, somehow they get away. Um, well, oh, the demon jumps right. out of the computer monitor. Now, it's jumped out of the computer monitor back at the prison and deep-fried the warden, so yes. he's dead. For reasons. Um, then it also jumps out of the computer and possesses the one doctor yeah. who jabs oh, right, right, himself right, right. with Nanotech and then walks over to their holding office yeah. and drops his keys and yeah, then they just okay, kind of yeah, leave. Yeah. And then they just leave. And then, They don't take the keys no, that we know of. They no. just leave around him. And then they just run around, they run up and down stairs a few times. All the while, Kelly Jo just has this look on her face that's just absurd. Um, yeah. Whereas Renata, conversely, Renata is overreacting and freaking out at every single second. Mm-hmm. When Kelly Jo is not smiling, she has kind of a heroin lean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they air quote escape. Um... And then Dr. Armand forces Tyler to go after them with the dogs. And he, you know, specifies, aim away from the vagina this time. For once. For once. I'm sorry. For once. once. Um, I'm sure in somebody's head that was clever. Yeah. 
And then we get, like, a good ten minutes of them running around on the island. And by them, I mean literally every character. There's no sense of geography. There's no sense of location. We don't know, are they going to a thing? Are they running away from the thing? Is this guy catching up? Are they getting away? No idea. Yeah, the physical geography of this is about as good as my actual knowledge of geography, which is not good. No. It is. Yeah. No. No. Um, but the, the surviving doctor and his accursed gun that he found. Um, oh, wait, wait, no, we didn't kill Dr. Tyler yet. Dr. Tyler gets killed by the dogs. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets killed by the dogs, but not before shooting Renata in the same shoulder uh-huh. that she got shot in before. And yet she still has full use of that arm. Well, I think it just went through the other hole. He's that good a shot. He's that good a shot. And uh, so then the, uh, Dr. Armand, the surviving doctor, gets, uh, it's not a grease gun, but it is kind of an overwrought machine gun. Yeah. And then finally runs into one of the, one of the paper mache zombies that's wearing a cable knit sweater. Mm-hmm. And immediately explains that, oh, you're, one, you're subject seven or nine or like an early one. Mm-hmm. And somehow the nanotech is keeping you alive and blah, 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 and blah. we understood what we did wrong. We only need enough nanotech to be able to affect your uterus. We shouldn't have injected it through the whole body. He's explaining to this zombie who has been through the process yeah. where he went wrong, not noticing how it's slowly advancing on him. And to quote him from a few minutes earlier, this is a sad day for science. Or no, this is not a good... No. Oh, no. it's No, you're right. This is not a great day for science. But um, it just dawned out... I just realized that he was mansplaining to the zombie. He was Sweet mansplaining baby to... Jesus. Because it's a woman zombie. He was mansplaining to the zombie. <laughs> So he gets killed. Yeah. Renata yeah. and uh, Kelly Joe they swim out to the boat well, from earlier. They're trying to find a boat for a long stretch of them wandering the island. Yeah. And they did not think to look at the map that when you go to yeah, when you go to some beaches or whatever, or just parks in general, there's yeah. you know, the wooden map up. It's in the background. It is. In in at least two Plain shots. Right there on the beach. Well, you said we say in at least two shots because they reused the same shot twice. Oh yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> safely saying yeah. But it's there's a map yeah. visible in the yeah. background. Yeah, there is, yeah, there is. But anyway, they find they 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 don't they can't find the dock, like D O C K, and but they do see the boat from Bald Talky Guard that's still floating out in the water. They swim out to it off screen, and they're now drive, riding the boat up to Canada. Because why not? Yeah. Then Time we see a zombie. Passed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and by the way, the zombies, um, a lot of the zombie makeup is basically paper mache masks. I did say. That I hope they didn't put on the actors Ooh. while they were there. I just, I, yeah. I had concerns about them breathing. I, I don't think so. And oh, no, they couldn't breathe. There's they could not breathe. breathe. I just, I, I, But I don't think they were, like, gooed up at the time. I hope not. So, it just, they looked really uncomfortable, and I just really, uh, yeah. So time has passed. They're sure, by a sunset. Yeah, 
And you can tell they're in Canada now because it's snowing. And uh, Renata is outside gathering wood, presumably for a fire, when she hears Kelly Joe screaming. And uh, Kelly Joe's on the good chair, uh, mm-hmm. covered in blankets and about to give birth. And she does. And she apparently, as near as I can tell, she gives birth to the suitcase from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. As it- Renata is, fa- is just faced with, a glo- with glowing light. And then we cut to the red mask demon dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then we get the red mask and then Amityville Island. Now, we have to know it was at least somewhat of a supernatural birth because it is very clear she's wearing shorts during the birthing process. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Like, not just like shorty short, like down to her knees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have never personally given birth, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. It, it, you know, it seems like it would be counterproductive to it have yeah. clothes on down there while yeah. you're trying to push the yeah. thing. Yeah, hey, maternity cargos are not necessarily <laughs> a normal thing. Um, and then that that's it. That, that's it. That's uh, that's that's where it stops. Man, that sucked. That was that was a hell of a thing. That was rough because we're we're making the sound a lot more interesting than it is. I feel and like that's our job. Though. We're not even making the sound interesting. This was just it's a it's 70 minutes of things that don't nothing seems to connect together in that movie. Not at all. There like motivations are presented, uh, goals for our characters come up and they're achieved by some of them and not by others and but it doesn't seem like anything anybody's doing is working towards any of the things that they're trying to do. Correct. I feel like if Frank Whaley was watching this movie, mm-hmm. Sam Jackson would have killed him a hundred times over for saying what? Yes. But ain't no country I ever heard of. Do they speak English and what? I. Uh, <sighs> that sucked. That, that was. That, let's never talk about this movie again. Until so resale value. Uh, very, very low. Mm-hmm. Very low for this one. Resale uh, value is give shit away free at a yard sale. Give free shit away. Give this away at a yard sale. Let it curse somebody else. God, and uh, uh, he'll make another one. Oh, absolutely. You've one. seen the man's resume. He's already made three of them. Of course he's going to make another one. And he's made three of them since 2017, I guess? 2016? Uh, he may have already made a couple more. We haven't looked had, at it. They just yeah. haven't come out yet. Oh, man. It did occur to me that we may run into an issue of, because so many have come out in the last year, like how quickly will they be on a streaming service? That's another reason for us to occasionally yeah. maybe pause. Um, we've discussed once we get to the end of a lot of, you know, of the current run. We have plans for after Amityville, so Mm -hmm. don't worry. Yeah. We're not giving up on movies. We're not going to, we will not be leaving your life anytime soon. And probably once a year, we will dive in on whatever Amityville films have come out that year, but we're not there yet. No, we're not there. But not this day. (sighs) All right, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Tom. I'm Pat. Get out. (laughs) Occurred to me that the shark was in one scene. It was just one scene. The whole, the shark, like all, after all this, it was just one shark.
Her entire prelude was about it. Yeah. It was just one one stupid scene. No, no, we're done. We're not talking about this anymore. We're done. We're not talking about it. Go away! If you want to interact with us online, you can check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Amityville Show, or you can send us an email at podcastamityville at gmail.com.